0: Amen. Well, we missed you guys uh, last week as Jamie, Ezra, and I uh, spent the past week up in Michigan uh, with my family as we celebrated Christmas, and it was very refreshing uh, to be with family for a week. I enjoyed, uh, last Sunday, I enjoyed attending North Kent Bible Church, uh, our sister church up in the Grand Rapids area. Uh, My brother-in-law, Josiah Cain, who some of you guys may be familiar with as Josiah is actually the son of Alan Kane, Pastor Allen, over at Lawrenceville, and uh, Josiah's been the pastor over at North Kent uh, for about the same amount of time that I've been here at North Hills, um, and that was my first time uh, being able to attend one of their services, so I sincerely enjoyed that opportunity uh, to visit and fellowship and worship with one of our sisters churches, and uh, I plan to, I hope to, and uh, I look forward to watching uh, John's message uh, from last week later on this week, but I want to thank you, John, uh, for filling that void once again uh, last week. That's quite a uh, blessing for me as a pastor, uh, knowing I got someone who will be there, uh, and sometimes uh, it's been last-minute notice. John, can you uh, give a message tomorrow? I'm sick. I got COVID. I got whatever. So I appreciate you, John. I thank you for filling that uh, void. Um, but today I'm ready uh, to rock and roll. Um, I want to hit the ground running as we turned over the calendar over to 2022. 2021 had a lot of blessings that had a lot of bumps and uh, bruises along the way. Um, but it was a year that I can give praise to God, and I look forward to another year of life in 2022. And as we flip over the calendar over to this brand new year, a refreshing new year, a fresh start for all of us, I want to take this moment to refocus us as a church, to make sure we are focusing on the proper things that we as North Hills should focus on. As uh, some of you guys may be familiar uh, with the book, Start With Why uh, by Simon Sinek. It's a book that I got a lot out of uh, a number of years ago. I've mentioned it uh, a time or two before, but he his main point is we got to start with why. We got to know why we are doing what we are doing. And so as we enter this new year of 2022, I want to make sure that we all refocus and remember Why we exist as a church. Why are you sitting here in these seats on a Sunday morning when you could be laying in bed, you could be spending time with your family at home, you could be getting ready for Sunday lunch, you could be getting work done around the house. Truth of the matter is there's a lot, a lot of things that you could be spending your time with right now. But instead of all these other options that the world has offered us, you all, which I'm very, very appreciative and grateful for, you've decided to come here this morning to North Hills Church, and my question is, why? Why come here? Why come to North Hills? Why do we exist as a church? And so as we seek to refocus as a church uh, this morning, it's imperative for us to remember why we exist as a church. And the reason that we determine why we exist as a church is uh, to grow closer to God and expand his kingdom. It's kind of a little mantra that uh, I repeat a lot. You hear me say a lot, we, it's our vision to grow closer to God and expand uh, his kingdom. Uh, but when it all boils down to it, that, that's why we exist as a church, That's why we function. That's why we are standing here today, so that we can grow closer to God and so that we can expand God's kingdom. If you're coming to church and your reason for coming doesn't somehow revolve around growing closer to God or expanding his kingdom, uh, then it's possible uh, you are here for the wrong reasons. And that's very possible to do. It, it's very possible to come to church, which is a very good thing, but have all the wrong reasons for attending church, for, for coming together as a body of Christ, as the family of God. It's so easy and tempting. Uh, To treat church uh, just like a social club, you know We go to church because that's where our family goes We get to hang out with our family Or we go to church because that's where our closest friends uh, go And that's not why we exist as a church We don't exist as a church as a nice social club Where we get to hang out with one another To me, that's a nice added bonus I enjoy spending time with you I'm sure most if not all of you guys enjoy spending time with one another And that's awesome That is a great added bonus Bonus to why we exist as a church but that's not the why that is not why we exist as a church is so that we can just have a good old time with one another we could have a good old time over at cracker barrel or at my house or your house or wherever but we have a very specific purpose and intention of why we exist And so that first half of our vision statement, growing closer to God, that's part of why we exist as a church. So in this year 2022, part of our purpose as a church should be to seek to grow closer to God in this coming year, in this year of 2022. Because I think that's why God created us in the first place. I think God created you because God wants a relationship with you. God wants you to love him. God wants you to praise him, to worship him, to glorify him. And the beauty of it is God has given us that choice. Each and every one of us, we have that choice. Hey, am I going to consider option A, where I love God, I give him my praise, my glory, and honor, or am I going to choose option B, in which I choose not to love God, and I choose not to praise him, not to worship, or to glorify him? We all have that choice. And so there are 168 hours in a week, and we only spend a little more than one hour here on Sunday morning. And so it's our job as a church, if our purpose is to grow closer to God, the main purpose, the the, the main thing that we do here on Sunday morning is to help equip you, to help train you, to help influence you, and to help encourage you the other 167 hours of uh, of your week to grow closer to God to seek that relationship, because God has given you that choice. He's given you that option to say, yes, I want to serve you, God. I want to love you, God. I want to grow closer to you, God. Or he's given you that choice to say, no, I'm good. I'm all right. I have a lot of other things on my plate, a lot of other things that I can do with my time. And so when we talk about growing closer to God, fulfilling that vision as a church, as a body of believers, how is that Possible. How can we grow closer to God? And I think it's just like any other relationship. God is a being. He is an all-powerful being and an all-knowing being uh, who is far greater than us, but he's a being. And the beauty of it is God created you in his image. We see that in the very first chapter of God's Word. The very first chapter of the Bible, we're informed that God created you in his image. Both man and woman were created in the image of God. And so as we're created in the image of God, we can relate and we can grow closer to God very similarly to how we grow closer to one another. And we can grow closer to one another by our five different love languages based off of uh, Gary Chapman's uh, book, The Five Love Languages. If I want to uh, get closer with Jamie, one way I can grow closer to her is by spending quality time with her. That's one way in which we can show love with one another, spending quality time. Sometimes you may just want someone's undivided attention so that you can grow closer to them. Another way in which we can grow closer to someone is through physical touch. And this isn't just oftentimes physical touch is associated with a romantic, erotic type of love, but physical touch is important for all sorts of relationships. A nice hug or a handshake can mean a lot. You know, studies show that as babies are developing at a very young age, the touch the, the, the physical touch from one human being to that precious little baby is extremely, extremely important for that baby to develop. We have a handful of widows and, and widowers, widowers here who, who uh, spend a lot of time uh, alone. And that touch is important, that physical touch of being reassured that, hey, I love you. I, I want to seek a relationship with you. And so, physical touch is another way in which you and I can grow closer with someone else. Another one of the five love languages is words of affirmation. You know, uh, when we have a loved one who has done something nice, we can encourage them, we can affirm them and what they have done and, and appreciate all that they have done by vocalizing, expressing it through our words. So you can say nice things to those in whom you love. You can grow closer to someone through acts of service. You know, a lot of times actions speak louder than words, and that can be especially true of love at times. How are you serving others? That that is a wonderful way in which we can love someone. And then finally, that that last uh, love language is gifts. You know, you can, a lot of us probably uh, took part in showing love or receiving love by the exchanging of gifts this Christmas uh, season. And you can be assured of that. You can grow closer to someone if you participate in the exchanging of gifts. And so those are the five different ways that we can grow closer to one another, and you can apply all five of these to our heavenly Father. You can grow closer to God with quality time. What sort of time are you spending with God? Quality time. Time of undivided attention with the creator of the heavens and the earth. You know 1 hour is simply not enough. This hour that we spend here at church is great, but there's 167 other hours of your week and how are you spending that time? Are you spending any quality time with God? Are you growing closer to God through your time? Physical touch. We can feel God's presence at times. Is it just me or sometimes when we are singing songs, I especially feel God's presence in my life or been to a spiritual event like Fuel or Summit or Family Camp, many of the different uh, camps or conferences that uh, our uh, churches hold, and I can especially feel God's presence flowing among us. And when I feel God's presence, I can feel closer and connected to him. We can go closer to God through words of affirmation. That's what we do when we sing songs of praise. We are affirming God of how great and majestic and and, uh, glorified and holy and loving that he is. We are are affirming him. And we can also talk others about God, about the good God that we serve. We have acts of service. We can serve God. We can serve his church. We can serve his people and then finally, we have the gifts. You can give back to God and his church with the resources that he has blessed you with. So how are you giving back to God? So those are, five, those are ways in which we can grow closer to one another and ways in which we can grow closer to God. And as we enter this new year, we have to remember that's half of why we exist as a church so that you and I, we can grow closer to God so that we can say yes to God, so that we can love him, we can give him our best. And the other half of the reason as to why we exist as a church is to expand God's kingdom. I talk about the kingdom a lot, but I can't talk about God's kingdom enough. God's kingdom is the ultimate reward that is available for you and I. It was at the heart of the message of Jesus from the very beginning of Jesus' ministry. Jesus preached, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That was the message that Jesus preached. That was the message that those close to him preached. That was a message that was preached throughout the entirety of the scriptures, is that the kingdom is coming. The kingdom is the ultimate reward. And we need to seek this kingdom with all that we have. These words are echoed by none other than Jesus himself. In Matthew chapter six, just reading verse 33, Jesus says at the end of talking all about the worries and fears and concerns that we can have in our life, he says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So instead of seeking that relationship with our spouse first instead of seeking that relationship with our kids or parents first or our friends or instead of seeking money first or power or influence first, Jesus tells us we need to seek the kingdom first. And what I love about this is when Jesus says, if you seek your kingdom first, then guess what? Then all of these things will be added to you. Your family will be taken care of. Your relationships will be taken care of. God will take care of you if you are seeking his kingdom first and foremost. And so we as a church, we want everyone, we want all of you to take part in God's coming kingdom. And on top of all of us partaking in God's coming kingdom, the day and age where everything wrong with this world is going to be made right, we want everyone in Clark County to be a part of God's kingdom. On top of that, we want everyone in the state of Ohio to be a part of God's kingdom. And in the United States, and the whole world, we want everyone to partake in God's coming kingdom where will be an everlasting day and age where we will see God face to face where there'll be no more pain, there'll be no more sorrow, there'll be no more death or sin, for all of that will have passed away. There are people out there who need to hear this message. They need to hear this message of the kingdom. And so that's why we exist as a church. That's part of the reason as to why we exist as a church is that we can expand God's kingdom. Because we are blessed. We are blessed to have the good news of the kingdom. But now the responsibility falls on you and I. And it's why we exist as a church, so that we can bring in as many people as possible into God's kingdom. That is part of why we exist. The people need to hear it. And so that's our vision statement, which I am, I am very hopeful that all of you guys are well familiar with that statement of growing closer to God and expanding his kingdom. That's why we exist as a church. And so I am, I am wholeheartedly appreciative and grateful that you all chose here, cho- chose to come here this morning and be a part of what's going on at this church. But again, if what motivated you to come North Hills this morning doesn't revolve around North Hill, or it doesn't, excuse me, if it doesn't revolve around growing closer to God or expanding his kingdom, then you're here for the wrong reasons. It's not about pleasing your spouse. A lot of people may be motivated to go to church because, oh, it will make my wife happy. My wife wants the family to come to church. Or, oh, it will make my husband happy as he's seeking that relationship with God and I want to make him happy. It's not about pleasing your spouse. Don't let that be the reason that you're here. It's not about pleasing your parents. If you're a kid and your parents want you to go to church, it's not about pleasing your earthly parents, your earthly father or mother. It's not about hanging out with your friends and family here in a building. Again, I think that's a great bonus, but that's not the reason. It's a bonus. That's not the why. It is all about growing closer to God and expanding his kingdom. And so my sole focus this morning as we enter this new year, as we enter a brand new year, is to remember and to refocus on why we exist as a church. Everything we do here should help us grow closer to God or expand his kingdom. And this is very similar to uh, the game of football. Who likes the game of football? Who likes to watch or play football? Yeah, I think this is very similar to the game of football and football is very much a team sport. Every position relies on one another. I like the game of basketball a lot, but a lot of times the game of basketball, one person can take over the show and they can carry their team. That is not the case with the church. This is very much a team game. This is very much a team sport, and we need to all work together. You serve as an imperative role to fulfill this vision of growing closer to God and expanding his kingdom. I think that's often a very common misconception that this vision, the importance of the church rests on the shoulders of the pastor, or the elders, or Sunday school teachers, or worship leader, whomever it may be. But the truth of the matter is this is a team game. This is a team sport, the game of life, and we need to work together, each and every one of you serves a very, very important role in this life that we are living, in this church that we are building. And so for this new year, I want to list off a dozen ways, a dozen ways in which you can help the church grow closer to God and expand his kingdom. The first way that you, you personally can help the church grow closer to God and expand his kingdom is you can read your Bible. You can read your Bible from Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That's how you can help the church grow closer to God and expand his kingdom and spending that quality time with God, attaining that knowledge, that information that God has provided us with. Second way in which you can help grow closer to God, and expand his kingdom is through prayer. Are you spending that alone time with God? Are you praying for the health and the growth of the church? Are you praying for your spouse? Are you praying for your family? Are you praying for yourself? Are you spending that quality time with God, the way in which we can communicate with the creator of the heavens and the earth? So if you want to help this church grow closer to God and expand his kingdom, a practical thing that you can do is to pray. Pray throughout the week. It's not a once a week sort of thing. It's not even once a day sort of thing. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of life, a life of prayer. Another way in which you can help grow closer to God and expand his kingdom is by attending worship services by singing songs of praise to God and growing closer to him with those words of affirmation, by spending time as, as we as a church dissect God's word as, as we as a church when, when we bring in someone new to the church by showing that loving and gracious hand of God to them. So you can help grow closer to God and expand God's kingdom by attending worship services. On a similar note, you can help uh, us as a church grow, grow closer to God and expand his kingdom by going to Sunday school by spending that time digging in to God's word and growing closer to him and attaining more information that you then can share with others. You can help this church fulfill this, this vision by inviting your friends or family to church. I really hope that you have someone in your life who is not connected with the church. I hope that you have someone that's not, that does not have a loving relationship with God. Some of you say, Wow, 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 Kyle, why would you say such a thing? And the reason is that you can show that loving hand of God to them, is that you can help expand God's kingdom. And this is something that you have to be really, really intentional about. This is something that is a bit of a struggle for me. Let me tell you a bit about my life, my family. Uh, grew up in church. They, they raised me up in church. So my family is all about God. Um, I go to church every week, and the relationships that I have with you guys are all people who have a relationship with God. And then finally, the other main uh, source of influence or a place that we spend a lot of time is our jobs, as uh, you guys know, my job is here at the church. Now, this is something that I have to be really intentional about is making connections with those outside of the church. This is something that some of you guys may come natural. Maybe you, are, uh, maybe you go to school and you spend time with kids who are not a part of God's church. Maybe you uh, are put in a workplace that you are around lots of other people who don't have that relationship with God. But a lot of you guys may be in my boat. And it's not going to come natural to have these relationships with people outside of the church. And if it's not natural to you, I encourage you to be intentional about it. Be intentional about inviting people over to your house, to this church, who don't know the love of God. That's one way in, in which you can help fulfill this vision as a church. Another way in this year of 2022 in which you can help fulfill this vision is supporting the church financially. You know, something that we don't really like to talk a whole lot about. But someone's got to pay for the light. Someone's got to pay for the building. Someone's got uh, to pay for the many different resources and roles that we serve here as a church. And so you can support the church financially, which can help us fulfill our vision. You can donate to LHI, Lord's Harvest International, a, a, a group organization that focuses on expanding this good news of the kingdom throughout the entire world. You can spend time discovering your spiritual gifts. How many of you guys have taken a spiritual gift inventory or or a quiz and to know how God has blessed you? God has blessed you. God's given you talents and and gifts that that are special and unique to you. And so one way in which you can help uh, fulfill this vision as a church is to, one, discover your gifts, and then, two, use those gifts. So if God has blessed you as a a teacher or shepherd, possibly pursue teaching here at the church. Possibly seek being a greeter if God's blessed you with the gift of hospitality. Possibly seek serving in the nursery. Possibly uh, pursue helping uh, during potlucks or whatever it may be. Discover your gifts and use them at the church to help us fulfill our vision. You can go on missions trips to literally go and expand God's kingdom. You can go serve at the Springfield Project 12 or other nonprofits in the area. You can go and disciple someone in or out of the church. So these are 12 practical ways in which you can help us fulfill our vision, to fulfill the reason as to why we exist as a church. You know, I think that that it's very important for us to, from time to time, refocus, to reset, to set our priorities and focus on God and to know exactly why we are here. Because if we lose sight of our focus, then we failed. And we failed in pursuing to grow closer to God and expand his kingdom. And the only reason why any of this has any amount of worth or value is because of the precious gift of life given to us through the sacrifice of Jesus. And so if you all take your communion emblems this morning, we recognize this morning that what we do as a church is of the utmost importance. And it only has importance because God has given us